0: Hey there, everyone. I'm Ashley Billington, and you're watching The Fifth Quarter. It's our Friday night wrap-up show. We bring you all the things that happened in Texas high school football around the greater Houston area, and we are in round three. It's a big night of Texas high school football as we are getting closer to the state semifinals and state finals. Uh, The region semifinals was tonight. We had some really big games. We'll kick it off with East Bernard versus Comfort. Uh, East Bernard went in and won this game 28 to 6 over comfort. Um, Needville versus Lampasas Needville versus Lampasas in 4A Division 1 will play tomorrow. Needville is 10 and 2. Lampasas is 11 and 1. they play tomorrow at the Alamo Dome. Uh, in 5A Division 1, Foster and Shadow Creek went for a rematch. Uh, you know, Shadow Creek has only lost one game in school history that was to Alito in the state championship um, and foster the they had not the best year they were 9-3 coming out of district um, one of those losses was to Shadow Creek but Shadow but they were the only team to give Shadow Creek a game they do it once again and they win or Shadow Creek wins 36 to 31 the winner of this game will play the Cedar the winner of Cedar Park versus Mainor uh, in 5A Division Two, uh, we've got Manville versus Barbers Hill tonight. Um, Manville wins this one, 55 to 30, 35. Barbers Hill had a great season, though. Uh, we have to congratulate them as they um, made it all the way to the regional, this regional round, uh, with, and were undefeated until tonight. Uh, the winner of this game plays. Uh, Huntsville versus Fort Bend Marshall. Uh, Huntsville's nine and three, Fort Bend Marshall's 11 and one. Uh, if Fort Bend Marshall wins this one, it'll be a rematch of a quite a game that we had earlier in the season. Uh, it'll be a big time game as Fort Bend Marshall will be looking for revenge versus Manville. Uh, Dallas Jesuit played Klein Collins tonight. Uh, Dallas Jesuit beat Longview last week in kind of the upset of 6A Division II. Uh, nobody thought that they were that they could beat Longview. Longview was picked to win the 6A Division II uh, state championship again, as the Lobos won last year. Uh, Klein Collins tonight was picked to win this game, but Dallas Jesuit—it was just really hard to beat uh, behind EJ Smith. But the Jesuit wins 28 to 21. Let's see, another game in this one was straight, is Straight Jesuit versus Side Creek. Uh, that game is not completed at this moment in time, uh, but Straight Jesuit was up at halftime. Uh, the winner of that game will play the winner of Katie Taylor versus Umble. In 6A Division 1 tomorrow, uh, Rockwall plays Klein Oak down in Waco. Uh, Rockwall is 10 and 2 and had a phenomenal game last week to beat. Uh, at the Allen Eagles, 60-59. to 59. It was a f- absolutely phenomenal game that was won on a two-point conversion. Oak plays them tomorrow at McClare- McLean Stadium uh, at 1 p.m. Both of these teams are 10-2 going into that game. and the, the, They will play the winner of Prosper versus the Woodlands. That is also at uh, McLean Stadium at 7 p.m. And then the game of... Everyone was talking about the rematch versus Katie North Shore. And people were surprised about this one. Everyone picked Katie going into it, seeing as they beat North Shore earlier in the season. But North Shore said, no, we are going back for that state championship. North Shore wins tonight 58-35 to over Katie um, to avenge that loss that they had earlier in the season. And the winner of this game plays or North Shore we Will play the winner of Katie Taylor, a task, or t- Katie Tompkins, a that it'll be playing tomorrow. Uh, a very good game between those two teams. We'll be on edge to see who wins that one. Uh, but a big night of Texas high school football. Uh, we're getting down to the wire. Three weeks left in the season before we crown state champions. We're so excited to see who will be on top of those podiums uh, come time. AT&T Stadium up in the Metroplex, Uh, but when we come back we'll have Matt Harris on with us on the fifth quarter right after these messages.
1: Don't forget to catch our
2: extended coverage of the high school football season each week on The Warm Up, presented by your local Houston area GEICO agents. We will get you ready for all the action this Thursday on all our social media outlets.
0: Hey there, everyone, we are back with Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris. Uh, Matt, a big night of Texas high school football tonight, and we had some big-time rematches, uh, including Katie Northshore, which didn't go exactly how everyone thought it would go.
2: Absolutely. I think that a lot of people thought that Katie would win this game after uh, winning the season opener. They came in, and Katie started off fine, but... Uh, It kind of started to fall apart a little bit at the end of the half. They had to punt, and North Shore scored a touchdown with 22 seconds. left, to take a 14-point lead, never looked back from there. Demetrius Davis had a big night, uh, only 100-something yards through the air, but nearly 300 on the ground for the quarterback. And North Shore rolled to a big uh, 21-point win over Katie. Uh, That probably puts North Shore in the driver's seat, uh, maybe to win a state championship again, but definitely to make it back.
0: You know, they're gonna have some good competition. Uh, you know, next week they're gonna play the winner of the uh isn't it isn't it Atascasita?
2: Yep, Atascasita and uh, Katie uh Katie Tompkins.
0: Yeah, and that, whoever wins that game will be a hard a hard team to beat, uh, but North Shore looks like they might be having another run at a state championship. But they have some good North Texas teams that they got to play against. Uh, another team that went to the state championship last year was Shadow Creek, who took down Foster tonight in another battle of a rematch, pretty much.
2: Yep, every game between these two has been good, dating back to last season, Shadow Creek's first as a varsity program. Uh Every game's been close, and today was no different. Foster surprised a lot of people, went up 24-7 at halftime. Shadow Creek was in a lot of trouble, responded with a 23-point third quarter, uh, and came out with a 36-31 win. Uh, Another great game in that series as Shadow Creek moves on.
0: Uh, Another game that we had kind of touched on was the – it was, what was the game again?
2: Uh, Klein Collins-Dallas Jesuit. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Klein Collins-Dallas Jesuit. This was the game that Klein Collins, everyone had picked Klein Collins to win, Dallas Jesuit kind of comes out of nowhere as they beat Longview last week and uh, once again takes another cu- title contender out of the, out of it.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people expected Longview to win this region and win state. Uh, Jesuit came away with, uh, a big upset over them last week. They were 33 point underdogs uh, and came in and, and won that game by two. And then this week they come in and show that they're not just uh, a one proverbial one trick pony. They can do it again. They beat uh, Klein Collins, 28, 21 in this one uh, for another impressive win there in region two. Uh, Braylon Bridges for Klein Collins had 32 carries for 178 yards and two scores, so the running game wasn't a problem for Collins. But uh, but Jesuit was just a little too much in this one with uh, behind uh, EJ Smith and, and a pretty good passing offense for uh, the Rangers.
0: Most definitely, um, you know we've got a bunch of games tomorrow. Uh, it's almost we almost didn't have enough to talk about here on the fifth quarter because we've got so many games tomorrow. But which games are you most looking forward to on the docket for Saturday?
2: Uh, I'm looking forward to Marshall Huntsville. Marshall has looked good this season, but at times maybe not quite as good as last year. I still think that they can get Huntsville and that'll set up a big uh, fourth round matchup with Manville, who rolled to a big win today over Barbers Hill. Uh, I'm also looking forward to itascasita Tompkins. Both of those teams went or both of those teams have one loss so far the season that's to katie for both of them uh and they'll face north shore the winner of that one will face north shore next week uh klein oak Rockwall is intriguing as well and, and so is the woodlands and prosper in a little bit of a weaker 6-8 division two.
0: you want to you want to make some picks for us you got
2: any oh some picks, Ooh, I like
0: picks. Uh, i'm like trying to get into picks now
2: of course yeah i'll make some picks um <laughs> I'm going to go Rockwall over Klein Oak. I think Klein Oak's a really good team, but I think Rockwall gets them. They've been on fire. Uh, they've been a really good team all season. They had a, a one blowout loss at Longview, which th- that was tough for them. They did not have their star receiver, Jackson uh, Smith and Njigba in that one. But um, very good Rockwall squad. I think they get Klein Oak. Uh, I think Prosper gets the Woodlands. Uh And I think Atascasita will beat Katie Tompkins. So it's a a, a little DFW heavy on the picks, unfortunately. Uh, But that's that's what I see uh, playing out tomorrow.
0: Well, I like it, Matt. I like it. Um, So thank you so much for your – oh, wait. Hold on. I actually do have one more question for you. Do you want to pick any of these teams to be a state champion? I think we're getting close enough now where we can kind of make a few assumptions. Do you wanna pick any Houston teams that might be state champions?
2: Okay. Houston teams are state champions. Uh, I'm gonna we're going say hold today. <laughs> absolutely. That's the only way we do it on this show. Uh, I'm <laughs> gonna say I'm gonna say North Shore. I think Shadow Creek makes it there, but I don't know if they'll able to be able to get uh, Denton Ryan or uh, uh, Lone Star who picked up a big upset one over Highland Park tonight. Highland Park's the three-time defending state champion. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the most likely pick is, is going to be North Shore. Uh, they're, they've they really been rolling the last couple of weeks, and I think that, um, that Duncanville, I wouldn't say Duncanville struggled, but they haven't looked quite as good. They haven't looked quite themselves in the playoffs, so I think North Shore is probably the most likely champion.
0: Okay, Matt. Well, we will, we will put that one down as wh- who you think will take a state championship back to Houston. Uh, but thank you so much for your time. Stay warm. I know it's kind of uh, kind of chilly all over Texas, but stay warm. And happy, happy belated Thanksgiving, my friend. You too. <laughs> but uh, we'll be right back with the fifth quarter.
2: Watch Inside High School Sports to catch this week's Chevy Spotlight, brought to you by your Houston-area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest Chevy dealer to test drive their award-winning products.
0: And we're back with the fifth quarter. where We have producer Robert Sheik uh, for another big week of Texas high school football.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, the teams keep getting cut in half, but I think that means the action on the field keeps getting more and more exciting. A lot of, really a lot of of good, fun, entertaining, wild games uh, today down in the Houston area. Just spectacular playoff action.
0: So the big one everyone's talking about, we have to talk about it, Katie Northshore. Yeah,
1: wow. Um, how it, much can you say about this Northshore <laughs> offense? It's, it's they just, just exacted revenge. Yeah, and it seemed like, I think North Shore punted twice. I don't think had any turnovers. Just kept marching down the field. Both of these teams, that, that first half, it was just blow for blow for mm-hmm. blow for blow, just back and forth. Um, you know, it seemed like every, every drive was one or two plays. You had a kickoff return for a touchdown by Katie. Um, just an absolute shootout with two fantastic offenses. Two really good defenses as well, but when offenses in this day and age are playing at this high of a level, it's just dang near impossible to stop them, and, and that's what we saw today. North Shore, um, you know, definitely had a little bit of a chip on its shoulder after the, the season opening loss to Katie and yeah, the Mustangs exacted some revenge, 56-35. What a night for Demetrius Davis, the junior quarterback. 283 yards rushing, about another 160 or so passing, three touchdowns through the air, three touchdowns on the ground, six total touchdowns in that effort for North Shore, um, and congratulations to the Mustangs. They're moving on to the uh, regional final, and, and the Mustangs will get either Tasca Cedar or Katie Tompkins next week. That should be a A fun one as well.
0: And what a way to exact revenge too. Like that's the most that Katie's had scored on them all season.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I don't think we'd seen Katie, you know, give up much of anything in in months, you know, even to North Shore that that season opening game was 24-21. And that was about as much as we've seen Katie give up all all season. Um, I guess the one exception would be Katie Tompkins, I want to say got maybe like 24 or something like that against, against Katie. And, and. You know, Tompkins again as a team that's still playing. So, um, you know, that shows you just how how good you have to be to be able to score against Katy, and for North Shore to be able to to hang 56 today is is really impressive.
0: Most definitely. Uh, you know, there were some other really big games that were going on around uh, DFW, or not DFW, the metro, or uh, the Greater Houston area. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, I'm all over the place. Uh, one was Foster versus Shadow Creek, another another rematch where Shadow yeah. Creek uh it almost didn't didn't take that one
1: boy foster you know we've talked about this all all season long especially here on the fifth quarter i think we all thought foster was going to be really really good all season long and that didn't quite develop but we saw today what we thought we saw today the foster team we thought we might see all season and that was a team that jumped out to a 24 to 7 halftime lead on shadow creek and you know this it's funny, Shadow Creek, it seemed like the Sharks did this last year throughout the playoffs. They'd get down in a hole, two or three scores at halftime, and really, you know, just kind of say, okay, and just roll with the punches. And, you know, and I, and I, in fact, I think in this game last year, Fa- uh, Foster and Shadow Creek in the playoffs, um, same exact thing, you know, Shadow Creek gets down and just kind of says, okay, and flips the switch in the second half. And that's what we saw with 23 unanswered points in the third quarter by Shadow Creek. So you go from being down 24-7 at halftime to being up 30-24 to 24 going to the fourth quarter. And credit Foster. It could have been easy for Foster to say at that point, well, you know, Shadow Creek's back and, and it's, you know, there's not much we can do. Foster goes down, takes the lead, and actually had a chance to go up by eight um, late in the fourth quarter. And... Shadow Creek stuffs on fourth and one, stuffs the Falcons on fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Huge play right there. Huge momentum swing. And then Shadow Creek's able to march 99 yards down the field for the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, unbelievable ball game. Um, I mean, what more can you say? You have two talented teams that know each other well. They've played four times now in the last two years, just like Katie and North Shore. Two talented teams who've played four times in the last two years. And you end up getting two unbelievable games out of them.
0: Uh, another big game that happened tonight that didn't really go the Houston, the Houston area way was the Klein-Collins versus Dallas-Jesuit. Uh, but what a season from Klein-Collins. Yeah,
1: no question. The Tigers had a great season. And, you know, they always play uh, these close games. I was joking about this with the, the producer of our Dallas show, Ward Fasold. He's down there covering, he's down in Waco covering that game tonight. And um, I was joking with him. You know, I said, I guarantee you this game is going to be close and come down to the fourth quarter and it's going to be scored in the 20s because it seems like every Klein-Collins game is close, comes down to the fourth quarter, and both teams score in the 20s. And that's exactly what we saw happen. 28-21 is the final. Jesuit gets a a late fourth quarter touchdown. Klein-Collins moves the ball down to the field in the last minute to get – you know, to have a chance uh, to throw it in the end zone in the final seconds, and unfortunately, Colby Powers' pass is intercepted. And you know, it's it's a tough way to it's a tough way to lose, but you know, that's how games are decided uh, this time of year.
0: Uh, you know, we we might see another matchup in the next round. Uh, Manville wins tonight uh, versus Barbers Hi- mm-hmm. versus Barbers Hill, uh, and then tomorrow Fort Bend Marshall plays yeah. Huntsville.
1: Yeah, that's another, be a fun what game. could be
0: a? I mean, tomorrow we can't get past tomorrow because that's going to be a great game. Sure. But if Manville and Fort Ben Marshall play once again, what a what a fourth oh, round matchup there!
1: Yeah, no, and and even tomorrow's game. Let, let's talk about tomorrow's game for a second. Uh, Fort Bend Marshall against Huntsville; those two teams played an unbelievable fourth round game last year in the regional final, and it was another one of those situations. Huntsville was up twenty-one or twenty-seven. I want to say. On Marshall and Marshall came rallying back and then faced a, like a fourth and fifteen at midfield and threw like a double reverse wide receiver pass Devon a chain through the pass. Uh, we we always see him catching the pass. Um, yeah, uh, that was a wild game last year that that Marshall was able to rally and come back and win. And you know, so that game is going to be fun. Whoever gets past that will, yes, set up a rematch with Manville. Huntsville knocked Manville out last year in the second round of the playoffs. So you know the Mavs would love to get a little revenge there. If it's Marshall, well, Marshall and Manville obviously are district foes. And last year, Marshall beat Manville, uh, 45, 44, I can't remember. It was a wild game on a two-point conversion in overtime. This year, Manville got revenge from that one, and Manville beat Marshall, um, and another great wild game. And, you know, those two teams, just exciting offenses. Donovan Eaglin for Manville the last two weeks has just been unbelievable. The running back for Manville had another huge game today with five touchdown runs, more than 200 yards on the ground. Um, we, I, we could probably give him the MVP bobblehead again this week, but we, <laughs> gave, we gave him one last week. It still hasn't made its way to Manville yet. So, um, But, yeah, unbelievable performance by Eaglin two weeks in a row. And yeah, whoever the Mavs play next week, that will be an absolute treat for sure.
0: Uh, another game that we're going to have on Chevrolet's inside high school sports, East Bernard and Comfort play against one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and East Bernard had a great win.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. East Bernard uh, wins comfortably, as you as you might say, against Oh,
0: that against was Comfort. funny. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the Bremas, you know, the Bremas are ranked second in the state in Class 3A and we're definitely seeing why in the playoffs. A little bit of a slow start today. It was 7 to 6 at halftime and then the Brahmas kind of flipped the switch at the start of the third quarter. Two quick touchdowns early in the third quarter and at that point it's it's basically over. You know, the Bra- you're not going to catch the Brahmas at that point. That ball control offense, they just marched down the field running the triple option. It's it's fun to watch if you haven't seen it. Uh, definitely old school um 1970s 1960s brand wishbone option type football it's fun to watch and and yeah the bremas um, continue to roll and uh you know we'll we'll continue to see them and they play ganado um, i believe another district rival um up next in the next round so that that should be fun for sure
0: we don't get a lot of 3a coverage but In the playoffs, we do. Yes, we will for sure. Um, They won't be on Chevrolets inside high school sports, but there's a lot of big games tomorrow as well. I feel like we almost didn't have enough to talk about tonight. Granted, there were some great games tonight. Uh, But we almost didn't have enough to talk about because all of the games are tomorrow.
1: I know. Boy, the Woodlands, you know, the Woodlands coming off a big triple overtime win last week. The Woodlands heads up to Waco to face Prosper um, at 7 o'clock. Saturday evening and the the day game before that at 1 o'clock at McLean Stadium in Waco uh, is Klein Oak and Rockwall. Um, Rockwall, our friends up in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area will know, knocked off Allen, who we all know Allen is always one of the the state's perennial powers.
0: That was a crazy game. Yeah, yeah. Two-point conversion, final seconds. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, so so Klein Oak uh, now gets Rockwall and, you know, I don't know who for for Rock, I don't know much about Rockwall, but somebody's gonna have to find a way to stop the connection of Montrell Bolton to Dwight McLaughlin because that's a pretty dang good connection, and that's gonna be uh, tough for anybody to stop. It seems like every time we've had Klein Oak on the show, that duo was hooked up for at least three touchdowns. So um, whoever's gonna end up beating Klein Oak, if somebody does, you know, it's you're it's gonna take a heck of a, a heck of a defensive effort. Or you're just you're just gonna have to outscore them because that that duo is not gonna be stopped.
0: The game that I'm most excited to see tomorrow is uh, that uh, Katie Tompkins Sita game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and the winner of that one will get North Shore. Um, you know, At- Sita It seemed like outside of that week two loss to Katie, it seemed like every Sita score was 63 to seven, 56 to seven. Na- it was basically name your own score and that, you know, that team, it can be good and bad. Has Atascocita hasn't necessarily had that challenge week in, week out, um, or, even, or you know, even at least recently enough, perhaps, um, uh, at least until the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see um, playing another heavyweight. And, and, yeah, I'm putting Tompkins in that heavyweight category at this point. That, that program's for real. Um, quarterback Jalen Milrow might be the most exciting player in the city right now and you know he's only a junior he's so much fun to watch he, you can go him or demetrius davis they're both junior quarterbacks that are um can light up the scoreboard and 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 make defensive coordinate make defensive coordinators scratch their heads but um yeah that that Tompkins at the game will be be something else at nrg stadium at two o'clock and uh, yeah can't wait for that one
0: you know that's definitely a uh a, a team that has kind of become the dark horse of that f- of that six a mm-hmm. division one di- uh di- that six a division one just bracket in general yeah uh, Katie Taylor also <coughs> is playing umble tomorrow
1: yeah and, and speaking of dark horses, um these are definitely two Katie Taylor kind of came out of nowhere and is making a nice little playoff run right now and umble. You know at the beginning of the year, I don't know that anyone necessarily expected um, this out of the Wildcats, but the Wildcats go eight and two um, in the regular season and you know here they are they're, they're not backing down and um, you know Umumble has a chance to do something special. you know somebody out of six eight Division two II, region three um, you know is gonna is gonna make the semifinals and none of the real contenders at this point, are necessarily teams that we thought at the beginning of the year that we might see playing in a state semifinal, but, but somebody is going to. You know, that's how, that's, that's the fun thing about it. Somebody and we're going so to get to, excited.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Twitter right now. We don't have a final score update, but I will mention it. Uh, but Side Creek is currently beating Strike Jesuit, and they also had an interception. They intercepted a pass in the end zone for a touchdown. So it's 45-27. So
1: it looks like, yeah, it looks like Cy Creek. So Cy Creek will get the winner of that Katie taylor Umble game. And, you know, Cy Creek made a deep run last year, and we're seeing it again from the Cougars. You know, that's an, that's an offense that can really put, put a points in a hurry. Julian Uwadia, the quarterback, a former MVP bobblehead winner on our show, um, he, it seems like every time we've had Cy Creek on the show, he's throwing for four touchdowns. And I, I'm guessing, I haven't been able to follow much tonight, but I'm guessing a third – uh, hanging 45 points on straight that Julian's having another big game for the Cougars. Yeah.
0: So any predictions you want to make for tomorrow's games? I let Ryan do it or Uh, I let Matt do it. So I'll let you do
1: it too. I'm not a big prediction guy, but I I will say, um, (laughs) I will say the, the Marshall Huntsville game will be another classic. I'll I'll just go ahead and say that. Um, and I'm going to say Westfield will beat Waco Midway. Um, well this Westfield defense I, I don't know how you I don't know how you're supposed to score points on on Westfield I, I just don't that defense is so good that uh, it's going to take quite an effort from from Waco Midway to, to find the end zone much less find it enough times to beat to beat Westfield so I'll, I'll yeah, if you if, if you need a prediction from me, give me I Need give me the some predictions.
0: Uh, so, any final remarks you'd like to make before we close out the fifth quarter?
1: No, and you know, just glancing at, at the schedule tomorrow too. Needville, it's nice to see, um, you know, Needville here in the in the third round, uh, taking on Lampasas at at noon at the Alamo Dome, and um, you know, that's a that's a a rising program out there in Fort Bend County, and um, the Blue Jays are. Blue Jays are flying high right now, and and hopefully the Blue uh, Needville can take downland passes, and and we'll continue to see, um, you know, that that program take the next step.
0: Awesome. Well, Robert, thank you for joining us on Absolutely. the fifth quarter. Thank you for watching the fifth quarter. You can catch the highlights from some of these games and some. Are we doing? Are we doing? Uh, pre? We're we doing. I'm sorry. Can't we'll think see. of what I'm trying you know, to say. Yeah. What's going no, on tomorrow we'll, on the show?
1: Uh, uh, Tomorrow on the show, um, yeah, highlights of a bunch of these games. Um, Any
0: previews? Thank you. I can't think tonight. we have any previews previews for tomorrow? No previews.
1: We uh, we are chatting a little bit of recruiting with Adam Coleman. Okay. So um, those of you who are college football fans also, um, we'll talk a little recruiting or just, you know, you just like hearing about some of the best players in the area, we'll we'll – We'll be talking about them. So
0: Well, thank goodness for Robert, because I obviously can't speak sometimes. But thank you for watching tonight's show. You can catch the highlights tomorrow on KHU 11 at 8.30 a.m., hosted by Matt Musil. Uh, but until next time, thank you for watching the fifth quarter.